Hello, bonjour, salam alaikum, welcome to Stand Out From The Crowd, the first live podcast about no BS leadership. And before we get started, I hope you had a wonderful summer. I hope you took the time to unplug, to enjoy life, to enjoy the beautiful days and to recharge so we can ensure that we leverage the remaining months of the year to achieve our objectives. So now if you needed an extra boost of inspiration, motivation, that's what we are here for and we will be sharing until the end of the year every wednesday live on linkedin more inspirational stories from women leaders who make things happen of course tell your friends and colleagues to go over on apple Podcasts and spotify and to give us a five-star review because listen i think we are worth it don't you think so i hope you do <laughs> i'm sure you have already asked yourself how do i turn the hard times I'm going through into growth, you know, and we hear it a lot and we see a lot of motivational videos, motivational speakers, like successful gurus telling us, yes, hardship is normal. You have to go through hell in order to see the light and be successful. Yes, that's great. But on a daily basis, you know, how do you do it? What do you do? And, and it's true that when you are in the middle of a turmoil and when your life or your business is simply falling apart, it is hard to see through and it's even harder to see it as an opportunity for growth. So today, our standout guest, Yasmin Abu-Laban, will share her personal journey from her struggles running a business, being dead broke, to her current entrepreneurship success as a Grant Cardone licensee. So she will share her current success. She will offer practical advice so you not only learn how to cope with difficult times, but also how to use them as opportunities for growth. So please help me welcome Yasmin to the Standout Podcast. Hello, hey, Yasmin. Jenny, thank you. Hello. Thank you very much for the introduction. I appreciate that. Did you take any break this summer? Yeah, this summer I took a break slash business trip last week in Vancouver. It was it was amazing. Uh, Vancouver is a nice city. <laughs> it's a nice city and we met some amazing friends. We did some work as well. Yes, I like to do that when I go on a, on a business trip or when I go to a conference in another city or in another country, I will take a couple of days off before or after so I can at least enjoy life and enjoy myself. Why not? Right? Who said that we couldn't mix business and pleasure and leisure? This is how it should be. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk a little bit about yourself. I love your story. Like the, all the stories of the woman I interview on this podcast, it's really a story of resilience, a story of real life and a story of success, but you know, without ignoring or diminishing all the struggles, the challenges that you faced along the way. Yeah. So I was born and raised in, uh, in Cairo, Egypt, and I got married at the age of 18 uh, after following my heart. And I, I loved my husband from the first sight. So uh, I accepted his proposal. My my dad wanted me to continue studying, but I said, don't worry, I'll do it later on. And I moved with my uh, husband to uh, West Africa, Nigeria, and I lived there for another 18 years. The business was doing great. We were literally spoiled. 
I never worried about money. Uh, I had five kids. We were we were just enjoying our life to the maximum, traveling everywhere, uh, on first class, five stars hotels, uh, having a boat and a beach hut. And I never, never worried about money actually. So um, we moved to Canada because it was time for my kids to go to university, and um, we did not do our due diligence. So. <laughs> So uh, we came over, my husband was overqualified for every single job that he applied for, and uh, we didn't know what to do. And we are a family of seven, so uh, my husband's friend said, suggested, why don't you do real estate? So he did his certification in real estate, he took it, and we thought, like back in West Africa, things will be easy. He will sit behind the desk and people will come to him and will say, come and sell my house or come and buy for me. It didn't happen. No one knocked the door. And we lost our savings. We lost our dream home. Uh, we lost, like, we lost the smile in the house, literally. Um, and it, life became like, it was like a dark hole. And we didn't know what to do. And as a spoiled woman, I was like, what's happening in here? What's happening so, to my fancy lifestyle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I always had the, the uh, urge to become a businesswoman. And uh, I have, like, despite my spoiled and fancy life back in Nigeria, I was also studying online because I felt that uh, I have to be educated. So. Uh, when things uh, changed uh, and we became uh, financially challenged, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm going to crash your business, join your business and see what I can do. I was very stressed. I was very stressed. The kids were very stressed and we were in fear. Like we didn't know whether next month we were going to, to pay our bills. We were going to be under a roof or not. So I said, let me join. It was that bad, actually, that bad, right? You didn't oh, yeah, it, it was that bad. Wow. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was counting the coins to buy eggs at that time. And and, and before, I, sorry, did you did you work before? Like, did you have previous work experience? Because as a mom of five kids, I, I understand that maybe you decided to focus on on raising your kids, right? So back in Nigeria, uh, the culture is the men work and the women, the women spend the money. This is how that's, it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> we like this. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I joined. Uh, I, I went to a retail store uh, here when, uh, when it was like hard, and uh, I joined. Uh, a retail store as um, as a store coordinator. They were so happy from me. Uh, they wanted to take me to the next level, but I wasn't getting enough money to feed the family. And I thought, if my managers are that happy from me and I can do a difference, I can make a difference, why not join my husband and put this energy into his business and see what we can do together? So uh, after five months of joining the retail store, I quit and I joined my husband. I found out, I felt that it was really important to be with him and to help him uh, get this business on the ground. 
so all, all together so let's let's back up a little bit to you know yeah. uh being very comfortable in your life uh, spending your husband's money to uh, coming <laughs> to canada and and you know facing Uh, uh, challenges and challenges that a lot of immigrants actually face uh, may face when they when they land in the country at the beginning. The first few years are challenging. So tell us a little bit more about you know the the, the thought process because you find yourself in a situation that was new to you. You were broke and you didn't know what it was to be broke before. So how do you go from And I believe there must be like an emotional elevator, right? So how do you go from, okay, you know, um, I, I live a successful life based on your on your own term, of course, to we are going through challenges, we are dead broke to, okay, you know, I have two options now. Either I keep crying on myself and stressing out or, you know, I, I open my eyes and, and do something and what can I do? So what is the thought process here? Yeah, the thought process is taking ownership, like being responsible for your situation. Because what I have learned later, like this is what I have done by nature, but what I have learned later from my mentors is that nothing happens to you. Everything happens before of you, because of you. When we came to Canada and I was listening to my, my friends and to some community members and they were saying there is no money in Canada. Uh, they, like the government will bring you here and will give you a little bit of money and they will take uh, on the other side a lot of money in taxes and so on and so forth. And like there are no opportunities and there is no money and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so why did we come here? Like, we have to take ownership. It's not the government. It's not the opportunities. We haven't done our due diligence. Like, period. We haven't done our homework. And we didn't know how to run a business in a, a, in a country like this. And we have to learn how to do that. So the, the thought process is just take ownership. Because as I said, I can cry forever, which I did and nothing happened and i can just take on and see what i can do like we are human beings we were we were created to keep moving forward we were creating created to find solutions and this is what differentiates us from any other uh, mammal we have that mind that uh, that's that's the that that keeps us moving forward and we have the the thought process that help us to understand and find solutions like i can be like you get what you focus on so we can focus on being a victim or we can focus on being a creator i love that you get what you focus on do you want to focus on yeah. being a victim or do you want to focus on being a creator Do you want to focus on being the creator of your own life and your own success? That's that's powerful. So how did you come um, from, from this situation to deciding to become a Grand Cardone um, licensee? Yeah. So as I was looking for resources online and business, business books, I, ha I had no idea about business. I had no idea about sales before. I had no idea about all of this like entire world so i was looking for 
for every source that could help me understand how to build a business and how to get it off the ground. And something that I have learned from Grant later is that when the student is ready, the mentor or the teacher appears. Uh, as I was looking for uh, resources, my husband by that time had a mentor in his real estate uh, coaching program. And I was telling the mentor, like, we're doing everything, but nothing is working. What we can do? Like, what else can we do? And the mentor asked a question. Uh, he said, what's your background in sales? I said, nothing. And my husband said, this, this, and that. And the mentor said a, a, a sentence that changed our life. He said, you guys have to learn how to sell. But by that time, I was looking online on Amazon for those books. And I came across the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. And while everyone else was like uh, suggesting and advising us to save money, which I didn't have any money to save, Grant Cardone was saying like, 10x your actions so that you can create income in your life. And I liked what he said. I liked his energy. And I said, this is the mentor that I want to follow. And I shared the book with my husband. And I said, listen, you stop everything. And you listen to that man. And when we have the money, we will train with him. Guess what? We didn't have the money, and we had to figure out a way to train with him. Otherwise, we wouldn't have changed our life. So, uh, so when when my husband's mentor suggested that we join sales training, and I asked him, "Who do you suggest?" He suggested two names. One of them was Grant Cardone. So I looked at my husband and said, "That's it. We will figure it out." And we joined the Cardone training. I started role playing with my coaches. I started training on daily basis. I was like a sponge, just sitting in front of the Cardone University and sucking the, sucking the information. And, and things started to change. I started to take control of the cold calls. My husband was doing the showings. I was doing the cold calls. I was sweating. I was crying before and after the cold calls. But guess what? I have to do it. I have no choice. Like, I have to do it, period. And I was doing those cold calls. I started following up with, with everyone that was uh, with the leads. And uh, the leads, like every other real estate agent, uh, would say, we're like, we're not, some of them were not serious. Some of them would tell you, I'm just looking. Some of them would tell you, I click add by mistake. But with the follow up, literally, with the follow up process that I followed, we were able in four months to four times our revenue and that was in COVID when COVID hit. Wow. So I guess it was very reassuring, right? And and comforting oh, yeah. to see, okay, you know, I am investing my time, my money, but I'm getting results. And 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 this is what we are here for. How do we get results? Because we know it sometimes we can take massive actions. And, and I have read his book twice, <laughs> the TEDx uh, uh, rule. Um, but then you want to ensure that you take the the right actions, right? And when I hear you sharing your story, for me, what is striking me is your resilience. If there is one word that we use to describe you, it's resilience. So how do you develop 
or cultivate resilience when you have to figure out, you know, what are those actions that you need to take? Because it can be discouraging when you take actions, but you don't get results. It's not because you're not good at it. It's not because, you know, it wasn't meant to you to happen, for you to happen, but more because maybe you are not doing the right thing in the beginning. So how do you, you know, cultivate that resilience to ensure that you don't give up until you sure. find the solution? Sure. So first of all, uh, I like what you said about the right action because you might be taking the wrong action and taking action forever and nothing happens. So having a mentor, having the right process in place is so important. This is uh, in regards to the right action, but also uh, the, having the resilience, like know that you have, there is no other way for you to succeed except by doing what you hate to do and what you're not comfortable with. But once you, 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 um, you trust the process, once you trust the process, just follow the process and put your emotions on the side. Put your fear on the side. Know that the process, since the process works, I am getting this process from a mentor that has that has shown success and that has shown success in uh, in his mentee stories or her mentee stories. Since the process is there, just trust the process. The resilience come when you put your emotions on the side and know that you, there is no way back. Like this is all I have. I will continue to do it until I get the results. And one thing that I have learned from my mentors is that frequency comes before greatness. So the more you do what you have to do, the better you will become at it, the more confidence you will, you will develop. And as a result, you will get the results. So don't expect to be doing cold calls and get clients from the first month or from the first week. Know that your frequency will develop greatness because once you are doing the same thing over and over and over again, this is where you become better at it. So this is where the resilience comes from. And burn the ships, like this mm -hmm. is what I need to do. I trust the process, go for it. Okay, and we have actually um, um, a great comment. So I want to thank thank everyone for joining us. It's it's good to be back for the new, uh, you know, for the fall after the summer. Hello, everyone. I see Mohammed Diallo. I see Robert Berry. I see Mahdi also Mukesh. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, Robert says yes. He agrees with you. Like those three things are key, right? And we, we have um, uh, a comment, actually, from Salik Majid, who says, it's very simple to convert your hard time into growth. One, learn new things that improve you. Two, take small steps to improve you. Try to earn money by your skills and knowledge, then your heart and convert into good time, which is basically what you were seeing. Um, but yeah, but again, you know, and I, I, and I really appreciate what you said because when you are in the middle it's easy to say it's easy to talk about it it's easy to say it it's too easy to read books but then when you are in the middle of it 
it's it's really really hard to see through and it's really hard to even consider the hard time we are going through as a potential opportunity for growth right because usually that's not where our mind is and you mentioned you know responsibility you have to pause and realize that this is your responsibility to decide how you want to react to the situation um, now in addition to responsibility again because when we are in the middle of it when you feel like your love your life is falling apart you don't think about oh yeah you know i'm responsible <laughs> you're like oh my god like like what's happening how am i going to go through so what advice would you give what advice would you give uh, uh, uh people you know who are going through tough time being in business in their professional life or in their personal life so at least you know they can at some point realize that okay what is the, the the teaching lesson here? What do I need to learn in order to turn this support this challenge into opportunity? Yeah, just take a step back and be honest with yourself and have self awareness. Because it all it all goes back to your self awareness and your honesty with yourself. So get to, take a step back, take a step back and think what could I have done differently. And one thing that I have learned from Grant Cardone and his team also is to write down your goals. Like you have to keep moving forward. If I start thinking in terms of this doesn't work and that doesn't work and I'm a victim and, uh, and uh, like I am a victim of my circumstances, guess what? Circumstances will not change unless you're ch you change. So be in control of your thought process this is number one stop the victim mentality stop it don't allow yourself to victimize yourself this is number two and number three write down your goals every single day this is part of the rules of success that uh, we have to go through every single day every single day as a grand cardone licensee i have to write down my goals and everyone who trains with us every single day twice First thing in the morning, last thing in the evening. Why? We want to focus on what matters. We want to focus on what matters, how have our goals in front of us, reverse engineer and take action that feed our goal. So it's all about your super focus. And whenever you feel disappointment, go back and write down your goals so that you can train your mind and take it back to the right path. So it's all about writing down your goals, focusing on what matters, honestly. Super focus. Be super focused on what matters and write your goals twice, twice a day. So, you know, you keep your focus on point. We have a question from, um, from Robert who, who's, who asked, you talked about your mentor. How important is it for coaches to have coaches and mentors too? Oh, yeah, it's so important, number one, because they hold you accountable. We are as well, like we are, uh, we have our downtimes, we have our challenges, and and we need a mentor to help, to guide us. Like, it's, it's all about guidance. If I'm guiding others, I need someone to guide me and to hold me accountable and to show me uh, what's possible and also 
to 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 tell me what works, what doesn't work. Because guess what? Like as as a as a as a tenant business coach, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to be on social media. I wanted to do cold calls. I wanted to do cold visits. I wanted to network. And I I was I was bouncing at one time here here and there. And I needed my coach to take me back and help me focus and tell me do this one thing at a time, perfect it, and then add more. So it's all about guidance. I need the guidance so that I can guide you. If I do, if I'm not clear, if my mind is not clear on how I can guide you, how am I going to guide you? And this happens through my coach. And my coach has a coach. And this is how it works. We have another question. Uh, how can we prioritize what matters? Mm -hmm. mm, that's a good one. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, again, have a target. Reverse engineer your target. Know the, your numbers. Do the math. And then there are so many shiny objects out there. there. There are courses about social media. There are courses about Instagram, there are uh, the, there are so many things. So when you reverse engineer your targets, choose one to three ways to feed your action. One to three ways to act to feed your targets and to feed your goals. And don't deviate. It's one, two, three. I love that that person does a number four. And it's working for them, but this is what I'm going to stick to because repetition is so important to get your results. Again, we, we get back to your focus. We get, and think about what's going to get me the money right now. If I need income, how am I going to get income right now? If you are broke, you have to do direct marketing. You have no way other than a direct marketing to get money as soon as possible if you are not broke you want to grow your business you have to focus on social media because it's one too many but it's a long term so de depending on where you are in your business some people cannot do direct marketing but they are so good with networking go for it but stick to it yeah that's 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 a great i hope you are taking notes people because this is very practical down to the step by step and thank you yasmin for for sharing all of this with us and we have another comment um here from salik who says uh i'm in the middle of my hard time just lost my job so i start my own business and wish we wish you the best of luck uh, Salik, and hopefully, uh, you if you start implementing the the practical tips that um, Yasmin has just shared with us, you should see great results. So, Yasmin, our interview, our conversation is coming to an end already, and I think I could have heard you talking about you know sharing your practical tips uh, for one more hour at least. So for for those for the for those of us you know for for the people watching the the video uh, listening to the podcast who would like you know to work with you so they can you know 4x and TEDx their revenue how can they communicate join you reach out to you 
Yeah, just send me a DM through social media. So if you are uh, if you are on Instagram or LinkedIn, DM me, and I will send you my calendar link. We can book a time together where I can assess your business, see where you are at, and give you some practical uh, steps forward and see uh, what uh, what we can do for you to help you in your business. Nazek Nazek El Hariri is saying the advice given here are the best I received up till now. Thank you so much for your time and for this with us. And yes, Thank she you. is taking a lot of notes. And let us know, <laughs> let us know how it goes. Let us know how the tips and the conversation is helpful to you, helping you reach your goals. We want to know how you leverage all the learning and the inspiration and the motivation that you get from those interviews. Is there like one word or one last thing that you would like to add for our audience? Yeah, know your purpose and just feed it with your actions. Love it. Thank you so much, Yasmin. Thank you.